Well, good thing it's a dry period, so they say. So they say, but I have so many games that I'm interested in still. Hello and welcome. My name is Jay Yoon. With me today is my good old friend, Alexander Gonzalez. Hey. And please remember that we are not game devs. How are you doing today, Alex? Doing all right. Doing all right. Um, still recovering from a sickness, but I'm getting along with it. How about yourself, Jay? Sickness. Um, it's getting more and more hot, and I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this when it is hot. Because it's not even hot right now. It's going to be hot soon. But it's already yeah, it hasn't hot, hit and summer. it's not hot outside. What's up? It hasn't hit summer yet, but I mean, no. you should be used to this by living in California so much. Uh, yeah, but every year I hate it, and every year I'm like, never again. But then it happens again. But those are not the weathers we are talking about today. Today we are creating something new. Every week on We Are Not Game Devs, we imagine a brand new video game idea from our minds. Join in on the fun, be creative, and if you have your own unique video game idea, we'll want to patch ours right in to poundgames at gmail.com. Today is my turn to present We Are Not Game Devs 205th IP. Now, you're going to like this. You are a kid. Let's say it is the 80s, maybe even the 70s. I don't know. Around that time period. Um, you live in, I want to say, like a small suburb of Tokyo. And you're just this kid, this 11-year-old kid. And you run over to your local toy store and you walk in. Maybe it's your first time ever in this. You just moved in and it's your first time in there. You see this mysterious old man behind the counter. And you notice he has like, I don't know, like a weird curtained off section. And you're like, mm -hmm. hey, what's back there? You go back there and you buy a model kit. Right. Uh -huh. And then you buy this model kit and then the old man behind the counter looks at you kind of suspiciously as you're buying this. But then he just like you could buy it and he lets you buy this thing. Uh, no, let's just say he gives it to you. He's like, you know what? Welcome to the town. This is yours. And he gives you this weird model kit that you found in the back of this weird hobby store. Go home, open it up. It's a magic model kit. And like the things that you have to do and things you have to get and how it's all pieced together. I don't know what it is, but it's like magical and it like makes something crazy. And then eventually it's like, yeah, the models like are maybe like little toys that are actually like autonomous and stuff. And so you go back to this hobby thing and then you get more uh, model kits that are all magic. And then like it adds more unique gameplay elements each time. I don't know how we're going to do it, but the pieces when you put them together, it's like different or interesting. It could become like... Maybe the kid gets sucked into the model kit and has to build them by like, I don't know, platforming or something or something like that. Like it does something unique to build these model kits. What do you think? So you get the kits and the gameplay is going to be you building the kits. Yes. But, but platforming to build them. It doesn't have to be platform. I just can't think of a cool way to do it where... You are building these kits, but I want it to be like building them as unique. I don't know how to make it unique, but I just threw in the platforming thing, for example. You could make it anything you want. I don't know. Maybe it'd be like the the pieces of the kits are like alive or something and you have to like grab them and like, I don't know, tame them or something. I don't know what it would be, but... That's just because I was thinking idea. we could make a game just about the kits themselves and then make them where you're putting together new kits as a mini game 
and then you fight using these kits in a tournament. Okay. But then I think it's not about building the kits. The building the kits is going to be a mini game where you're also like trying to make the best kit and trying to find f- themes. And if you like unlock certain sets, like do you like a like flame arm, flame leg, f- like flame uh, set, it'll unlock certain things you can do with it. <clears throat> but I think it would be fun if you could face off against other people, like the whole town. Just uh, all the kids are into these model kits. Okay. Because the thing Uh, is, like, there's already games where there's, like, you know, car games. There's games where there's racing games. But that genre of, like, building your own fighter and customizing it and then going out and playing against others isn't really defined yet, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in my initial vision of this game there was like no fighting at all like this isn't like about fighting or anything like that but it's just about I mean, like kind of like a toy a maker game idea what's that yeah then then it's like the kid's almost like a toy maker then you have to try to figure out how to how to do making the toys interesting i think it's an interesting concept i just the gameplay sounds difficult yeah like what you're doing because like, i'm trying to think of games like I played, there's this game on uh, Apple Arcade. I think it's called like um, Possessions, I think is what it's called, where you like, you're literally just rebuilding random items like a radio or like a flashlight or a dispo, like a camera or something. You just put the pieces together. Um, And then there's like the Lego Builder game, which is like uh, this new game that just came out where you just, building Lego kits, like they're just model kits for Legos, but you're building them digitally. Um, I was thinking more along that line, but making that aspect more fantastical and more unique instead of just putting pieces together, something the pieces work a certain way or do certain things. Right. Or it's literally could just be a visual. If explosion or something right if we did that i would recommend if you want to go with that concept to make it more thrilling i think it would be funner to do it in vr okay yeah that's fine but like what is it that you're doing like uh so you're going to be putting i think kits together by like moving pieces and putting them in but also maybe charging them with energy or attaching certain wires and pressing certain buttons so that like you transfer power from one to the other, or if there's certain elements. And then, like you said, it'd be fantastical as you attach everything together. Like a Mm -hmm. lot of different lighting Mm -hmm. effects. And maybe if you're doing it, um, under a certain time limit, you get bonuses or if you do it in such a way where it's clean, where when you're performing maybe the task to build these models, if it if it happens within a certain rhythm, it, it'll work better or it'll reward you. Okay, I know you're throwing out all these ideas at me, but I don't like none of them. So I'm going to go in another direction. And I've been... I understand that I'm essentially just taking all your ideas and throwing them out the window and then changing the direction again. But you're just 
I think what it is is that um, you say something that triggers something in my mind to figure something out on where it's going to go and how mm -hmm. to build it. So this is where I'm thinking now. So yeah, you get the kit. The first thing that you have to build, let's say, is some kind of like Groot-like figure. It's like a like an Ent-like thing. It's like a like a humanoid tree thing. <laughs> and when you open the kit, and let's yeah, it's in VR. So you open the kit, and as soon as you open the box, you the the kid visually gets transported into like a forest or whatever. And then he has um this kit in front of him, and then like you'd have to like the kit is like just like branches and leaves and then you like pick up a couple of these branches and leaves and then like um somehow you could tell that they connect and then when you connect them yeah visually and through like rumble or whatever uh you could see like the pieces merging together and then you grab another random piece and then it merges into it and it kind of like visually you could see them merging together but then the game would be like, let's say you can see, and then it could be different from kit to kit, but in this one, you could kind of see like this golden string kind of connecting all these like branches and leaves. And so you just have to like, kind of like essentially untangle the strings to kind of like start forming this model kit. You know what I mean? Yeah, what if, you could then like, if you're building harder kits, it takes more time and there's corruption out there that tries to seep into your kits to corrupt them and possibly ruin the build. And then you can use older kits that you've already built to help defend you against the corruption. And then you have to fight it off too as you're building, as it gets more and more advanced. Because maybe the stronger the end, the more like it, it calls for evil entities to try to possess it because they want the power. Again, I'm going to take your idea and twist it into what I want. And what I say <laughs> is, uh, yeah. So while you're building the kit, um, let's say there is some kind of corruption that is trying to take over your kit <sighs> model. And yeah, I like the idea of past models that you've built like running around and doing stuff, but I don't think they're actually gonna help. What it is, is that you're gonna um, put this kit together and the faster that you do it, it kind of like pushes the corruption away. But if it does corrupt a part that you're building, it's gonna um, start kind of like a, some sort of mini game where you're going to fight off that corruption off your kit. So then you could start it back over, not back over. Right. But, um, you might've lost some progress, but then you just pick up the pieces where you left off and then you start going from there again and try to do it quicker. So the corruption doesn't come in. And the mini game could be something like where there's a corruption. You have to like, uh, maybe you have to get like, the special tool that the guy at the hobby place gives you like a box of tools. And then throughout the game, he'll give you more and more where the first one looks like a little sander to like sand off edges or whatever, but that's used to like sand off like the corruption and like in the kit world, it looks like different. It's more like a, I don't know, a giant 
saw, but it looks like it's just a sander. It's not a saw. But then you use that to like sand down the corruption. And then the next tool he gives you is like super glue. But the glue is like a thing that you have to use in the model world to like glue certain pieces together. And then the next piece he gives you is like paint or like sticker or like stuff that like that. But then in the model kit world, it looks different. And then like the second kit he gives you could be to make like a, like a space shuttle vehicle thing. And then in that world, uh, the gimmick, instead of a golden string that ties everything together, maybe it's like you have the power to like, or you have to build it in like zero gravity. So you have to use gravity to like, you have gravity in your hands, to like bring the pieces together and then you put it together in like this gravity thing. So you're like holding the pieces towards you in like this zero gravity space. So what's going to be the story here? You're just some kid building models and the models transport him to another place. It's not really like he just gets addicted to building these cool immersive models. So it's just going to be a puzzle game. Exactly. And then eventually after you build enough models, do the credits roll? Yeah, and I think there's like some kind of story where the old man who owns the hobby ta- hobby store kind of like either gives it to you to manage or something or like, I don't know, entrusts you to something or another, some story that makes some sort of sense, but it's not super important. That's not what this game's about. You know, it's just building these uh, kits. No, in I a understand. Cool way. It's just, it's, I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. It doesn't have to have like a deep story, but then it's just a, what it is, it's a puzzle game. And then on top of that, there's not really conflict. Like yeah. it's like, you're just building models for fun. We'll skip ahead here. I think already this game it, coming in, I thought this game is going to be priced at like 20 bucks, 15 bucks. Like I came in with this <laughs> idea thinking this was just going to be a small indie game made by two to four people and it's going to have cute music and it's just going to be a fun, like little uh, interactive puzzle game that you're you're playing. Like think of your experience with like Marquette. You know what I mean? Back yeah. when you played that game. OK, so you're in a model kit world or we don't. What, what's with this world? Is there a world? So you're in a. T- it's not a world. Suburb. It's these model kits. Like when he opens the box, of these model kits. In my head, I think what's happening is he like kind of gets sucked into it, and then he has to build the kit. From, whoa! Has to build the kit from inside these boxes or whatever. So I guess you're getting sucked into the model kit box. Okay, and it's just an adventure. Maybe these are his friends, and he likes to talk about it or something. Like he he's this just lonely kid in a suburban. We'll tell a story by well, not he just telling a story here, where think, he so he doesn't know anyone. You know he gets home from school and it's like, oh, and he just puts his backpack down and there's nobody there. He's like, and he makes himself lunch. He's saying or dinner. He's sitting there in front of the TV. He waters the plants, feeds the cat, all like in an anime cutscene, and then he sits there and goes. And then there's a card from mom and dad saying. Sorry that we're busy so much. Here's a model kit for you to have fun. And there's also more at this store here. We left you money for you to do something till we get back. And then it's just him doing fucking model kits. And that's the story. 
that he's uh, mostly yeah. that but his I parents think it's, earn it's, a lot of money, and he just about, is. Think about it more like total, where these kids, this family just moved in. It's just a three family set, mom, dad, son, or daughter, or whatever. And yeah, he's just wandering this new town he moved into. Happens upon a hobby town just on the corner, like across the street from where he just, lives. Just happens upon a hobbiton. And he walks in and buys a mysterious model kit. And then he gets addicted <laughs> and he keeps coming back for more. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah, he's like, these fucking kick model kits rock. Yeah, and then the story just ends up that this man was like uh, some a kind of mystical being that like wanted to help this kid like get acclimated to this new town or whatever and then maybe at the end it turns out that you you as the main character are showing these model kits that are just normal ass kits to like the show and tell at your school and he makes friends or something and that's the story and they they weren't <laughs> right. special at all they're just regular what do kits, what do the model head. kits look like because in my head they look like generic gundams well i mean model kits could be anything it could just be a kit model version of like a car and then a train or the statue of or liberty like, or yeah and then like yeah one is a gundam one's like a godzilla looking thing one of them looks like um a boat uh like a sailboat one or a looks pirate like boat mount hiroshima what's up i said one looks like uh mount is it is it mount hiroshima mount fuji which one what mountain is I, it? i'm not sure but like mount fuji it's just going to be different model kits from all different time periods of different things, not necessarily connected in any way or fo- shape or form. If anything, I want them as drastically different as possible uh, from all sorts of different eras. Like instead of it being a sailboat, maybe it's like one of those imperial like Japanese boats with a big paper sail or whatever uh, that looks like just like a raft. And then like for the, plane it is like a spaceship from like cowboy bebop like something crazy looking like that uh there's a mythical creature we could yeah just keep it as the ent from like think think like lord of the rings or whatever it's just one of those giant ent creatures um you could build like one of them's like an anime goku like figure that you build um just like a generic superhero looking dude from a generic anime One's a bullet train. Yeah, one's just a regular ass fucking train. Just like random shit, you know what I mean? And um, in this kid's... I'm going to stick with the story I I just thought of. Yeah, in this kid's memory, these kids are super cool and immersive. And then he has to do cool things, like bring them all together. And in his mind, these model kits look cooler than they are. But at the end, yeah, they're just regular ass kits. And he just shows his friends and shows these other kids around the suburb and then he makes friends and that's the ending of the game and maybe it each kit he meets a new friend because he shows off this kit to this kid and then like makes friends with them love it yeah and then for each kit it transports that him to whatever world that kit would exist in so yeah, for the spaceship cowboy bebop one it, he's in some space drama sci-fi drama thing for the imperial japan uh like boats he's in imperial japan and like i don't know cherry blossoms around and stuff and then like the mechanics to build the kit has something to do with the world he gets transported in like yeah for like the spaceship one 
it's the zero gravity gimmick uh the ent one you see like magic lines uh-huh. that connects all the pieces together um for imperial japan i don't know what else fucking space some we did that under uh, under the sea what if we did a submarine or like a suit like a diver suit yeah yeah that's fine and then like you'd have to or a shipwreck a shipwreck makes more sense a model shipwreck yeah maybe it's a shipwreck and then you put the piece together that makes like a boat like a pirate ship boat or something like that and then there's gonna be like gallery mode where all these things are existing in his room or whatever but they're all animated so like the ships are all in like sailing in water but it's like a goldfish bowl or something like that and then like uh uh the train is just like going around in circles on like an imaginary track interesting okay what's the game looking like what kind of graphics were you thinking of or what art style I'm I mean if it's VR I'm thinking just general cartoon looking graphics. Originally I thought this was going to be like a 32 16 bit game but since it's going to be in VR it's going to be not the best looking game just like a cartoon art style I'm thinking like Firewatch looking cartoonish doesn't have to be super sharp cuz it's in VR and stuff like that. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, you didn't really input too much in this. Is is there anything that... What do you mean? I tried. <laughs> it wasn't for lack of trying. But you kept changing the game, Alex. You wanted there to be fighting. No fighting. I, or some kind of conflict. Um, or some reason. Uh, I guess I wanted like... I wanted to see what the gameplay would be. It looks like it's a series of um, mini games you're doing to connect this model kit together. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be your typical indie puzzle, chill, relaxed type of of game, you know? No, I I see what you're talking about. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Okay. Yeah, sure. Music. I'm thinking just whatever is appropriate per kit. Yeah. Yeah, something calm, something nice, something like you said, like a Miyazaki uh, movie where it's like, you know, just a nice theme. Yeah. And like, depending on where you are, it's going to reflect back. So like a fantasy model, it's going to have fantasy sounding music. Imperial Japan, just like that Japanese, like you're in old school Mm -hmm. Japan type music or whatever. Space type of music, pirate music for anything piratey. Just general soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Pricing, I already kind of said, I think it's going to be like 20 bucks, 25 bucks. I see that. I see that. All right, Alex, it's time to start your timer because it's time to name this game. Ready, begin. Magic Kits. Magic Kits. Magic Kituru. Like I, I just magic kits doesn't seem like um an English version. I don't have a better name for it though. Magic Let's models. 
that makes it sound like it's a game about like supermodels. <laughs> Uh, let me see what model kits are called in Japan. Model kits are called um, do, 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 do. I mean, it's just giving me the English name for it. What is it called? What? How do you say translate? Translate. That might do it. Model kits Japanese. <laughs> you know what you want to know what it's called? It's what? called Maduru Kito. <laughs> I was pretty close. Maduru Kito. Okay, let's do yeah. magic kits. And then when you press start, it goes Maduru Kito. Magic Kito. <laughs> What's magic in Japanese? Magic Japanese translation. Okay, it's just magic. So why don't we just call it magic, magic kito. kito? Yeah, <laughs> magic kito in a minute, thirty-four seconds. It's a game where you play as a kid who got into magic kit model kits, and then each kit he builds, he makes a friend. You're gonna play in VR, connecting these kits together, playing games, avoiding corruption in the model kits, and more. In Magic Kito. All right, Alex. I think we have a game here. What do you think? Would this be a game you want to play? And is it fun? No, Jay. I don't think I'd want to play this game. I don't know if it's fun or not. Um, it's one of those games where, like Maquette, what got me going through Maquette was I was like, oh, there's a relationship going here. But in terms of like the little puzzles, if you drop me off into an island and you're like, have fun doing little Rubik's cubes and puzzles. I'm like, the fuck? For why? Just for you. It's nice. I'm like, I don't know. I, well, who am I? Who cares who you are? You're just playing a game. It, it doesn't work for me. Same mm, thing with yeah. that one game that Genius made. Where it's a where it's a puzzle within a puzzle within a puzzle, and it's just an open world puzzle game that got like a ten out of ten. The witness. Oh, the witness. Where the eventually witness I was, was like, it was something else though. Um, and there was actually a story in that one. The island turned to stone or something, and you had to like figure out exactly why while solving these puzzles around town. But anyway, I might <laughs> play this game. I think it would be fun if I played it, but like. VR is tough for it's a tough sell for me. VR, um, the game would have to be more than just this for me to play. Uh, maybe like three years ago when VR was like not as old, probably longer than that because VR is older than that now. Five years ago when VR was like getting started or whatever, I would have given it a shot. But now that I know the VR games I like and the ones I don't, um, who knows? Now that we have a complete game. What game studio would you assign to be able to make Magic Kito the best? Uh, this one's tough. This one's tough. I think I would recruit Thomas Van Bowel. Thomas Van Buell, um, is He just released Cubism, a spatial puzzle game for Oculus Quest, and I think he would do great um, for this game. 
I've got Alchemy Lads. They made Job Simulator. Great um, one. So there's a pretty decently easy one there. Um, and then the next one that I would recommend would be, um, <clears throat> I think with this one, it would be Ariel Jewiski. Sorry, Ariel Jerkowski. And uh, they made the game Please Fix the Road. And it's a Steam release where it's an indie puzzle game. It's a minimalistic puzzle game that I think uh, they would be able to do really good work on. I think Double Fine, uh, just because of this game they made, I forget what it's called, but it was a gonk or gonk. It, It had a word that was not a real word. Um, and I think they produced that one, but I remember them advertising it. Uh, but it was like a puzzle game where you just solved the puzzle inside of a head and it like did stuff to it. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it besides that. I wish I could remember what this game was called. It was called like gonk or gong. Does this ring any bells to you? It was also in VR. No, I don't remember Gonk or Gong. It's not coming up. I w- I wonder what it was called. Does it exist? Yeah, I mean, I have it on my PlayStation. Let's see if I could find it on the app here. Uh, it wasn't made by Double Fine, but they were advertising it. Maybe Tim Schafer helped with it or like um, they produced it or something. Right. I'm not sure exactly what was the situation there how do i not remember what this game was called how do you search the games you own here we go there you go but uh yeah i would give it to whatever studio that was and i will find that as i look through here um however until i do well i guess this is uh, the fucking end of the podcast. I would have to close out. So I'd, I'd have to find it like right now. But I don't want to leave it at just that. So let's let me kill some time. Kill some time for me, Alex. All right. So I think another person that could do it is maybe Peter Molyneux just shows up and goes, VR is the future of gaming. And to show you, we ple- please pay attention as we bring milo our old friend again and what has milo done he's taken an interest in kits he's actually settling in a suburban town in japan and this is where we get without further ado magic kito and then all of a sudden it goes dark and at e3 it's magic kito and then it's just like someone saying bye and then you hear them running and you hear like the dirt and you kind of see them unfocused and then yeah it'll be like a little anime intro so i don't want to keep going jay uh well i was waiting for you to finish this little story i found it it was produced by double fine but it was developed by co-op mode inc k-o-o-p mode inc and they made a game called nog g-n-o-g <laughs> I was kind of close. I, I knew it had a G in and a N in there sort of and way. an O in there. I couldn't figure out the certain order of those letters. But Nog, which was essentially you got these little heads 
And then you would open, like press buttons and press their eyes and it would open up a compartment and then you press something in the compartment. It opens up another thing, fiddle around there. And then eventually it opens up the head and it does like a fun animation when you like open up everything and connect everything together. And it's essentially this game. So Nog or Co-op Mode Interactive or Incorporated. Sorry. With that, our 205th IP has gone gold. We hope you look forward to this experience that will probably never release. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to give us extra support, please head over to patreon.com slash wearenotgamedevs. For just a dollar, patrons receive our episodes early and an extra podcast at the beginning, which cut the tail end of our conversation at the beginning of this episode. That's patreon.com slash wearenotgamedevs. Like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If they ask for a review, instead of reviewing our show, become your inner game critic and review Magic Hito, the video game we just created. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back next Friday with another new IP. Again, my name is J.E. And I'm A.G. Thank you. And please remember that we are not game dads. Damn, dude. I thought you were going to feel this one, and you did not vibe with it at all. I was trying. I was trying to get into it the way I like model kits, which is like... Playing with them. Gundam or Zoids. Or even like jets or cars. Yeah. Like I like the whole model kit scene, but you weren't um you you weren't yielding. You weren't yielding your vision. <laughs>